Welcome to the Exceptional Measures Podcast. Join us for the next short time where we talk about all things church ministry and biblically-based leadership. And now here's your host, Dr. James M. Hello and welcome to the Exceptional Measures Podcast. This is episode 9, and today we are going to talk about awareness. So the title for episode 9 on this broadcast is Being Aware. So before we get started on that topic today, I want to jump into uh, just thanking you for listening. And as always, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so through our website, which is churchsafetyguys.com. You're welcome to join us on Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our online broadcast on church safety and security We talk about church safety and security ministry, as well as leadership, and have guests that come on and spend time talking with us about relevant church and place of worship concerns. Uh, But my name is James McGarvey. I'm going to be your host today and also uh, a host for uh, the Church Safety and Security broadcast on Sundays. So I'm sure you're familiar with us. But any of the notes on this podcast, on this particular uh, season, we are taking from the book Servant Leadership, the foundation of the church safety and security life cycle. And the church safety and security life cycle, which we now call the ministry life cycle, uh, because we've had a, a number of churches reach out to us and say that they've applied that process, that leadership process for other ministries and had a lot of success for it is something that you can use. It's a model that you can use in conjunction with servant leadership to actually be successful with overseeing and running your team efficiently and really exceptionally. We've had a lot of experience and a lot of success with using that model in coaching churches. And so if that's something that you're interested in, if you're interested in uh, us coaching you or helping you or doing an assessment, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to help you as much as possible. But that book, uh, Servant Leadership, is actually available on Amazon. You can find it there uh, with my name as the author. And it is an extensive research project that I did and turned into a book on the topic of servant leadership. So today we're going to talk about awareness, and that is the ninth biblical characteristic. Uh, We only have one more, uh, which we'll talk about next week. But uh, first, I want to actually thank our sponsors, which uh, our sponsor for this season is twowayradiocenter.com. They do a fantastic job of helping schools, businesses, uh, places of worship with communication needs. You can reach out to them on their website. You can call them. Uh, Billy Dubenmeyer is the uh, owner, and uh, he is a Christian, does a fantastic job. He he and his team uh, take customer service to the next level, and they're extremely helpful. So if you have a communications need, feel free to reach out to them. And uh, make sure you tell them that you heard about them from the the Church Safety Guys or Exceptional Measures podcast. So now let's let's jump into it real quick. So awareness is an important topic 
and probably one of my uh, favorite topics uh, in the 10 characteristics of servant leadership and why it's important and why it's my favorite is because you can actually look at how all of these all of these principles, these ten principles of of servant leadership, uh, interweave between each other to support each other, but also support a, a growing, solid culture within your ministry or within your organization. If you're if if you're not involved with ministry and you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't know if I can apply this at work. You absolutely can, and the truth is. As we go through or as we've gone through these 10 characteristics of servant leadership, we can see how they would easily apply to everyday life and how they would easily apply to just different aspects of leadership. If I was a manager in an organization or if I was not a manager and I was just a regular employee, applying these principles will help me be efficient and effective with accomplishing what I need to. Awareness is just as important as any other principle in the servant leadership model. It has an internal and also an external dynamic. The internal dynamic is when we need to evaluate as leaders our purpose, engage our ability to meet the needs of others. When we take a look at the external dynamic of awareness, that would be the ability to look at the overall operation process and the ability to fulfill the needs of that organization or that ministry. So obviously, if something's not accomplished, it falls on us as the leader. And we have to be proactive with getting things done and making sure that everything stays on track. So the awareness piece of it not only comes from the sake of interactive with operations, with uh with individuals that are serving, but it also comes in play when you start talking about how do other ministries see you? How do other departments see you? How do other individuals in that organization see you? What is the general uh, public relations feeling? And so when I was the safety director of the church that I used to attend, I would regularly interact with all of the other ministry leaders, and I would do that directly as a way to monitor and kind of get feedback, being aware and applying the awareness principle. I would monitor and get feedback on what their safety concerns were and what they uh, viewed our safety ministry from the operational standpoint. So are they looking at us like we're a helpful ministry? Are they looking at us like we're a horrible ministry? That awareness and interacting with those leaders is what builds the team across the board. It builds and supports volunteers across the the whole church to be successful and support the mission of the church. So that's how we do it, is actually by having that awareness and applying that interacting with other ministries and helping them with their activities, responding to their needs, being supportive, being understanding, and not going into it with, we've, we've talked on the broadcast before about uh, being helpful in, with other ministries and not being the no guy 
when you're in a conference or when you're in a meeting with other ministries. And so when we apply the awareness and we're interacting with other ministries, we can easily see that that removes us from being the no guy. That builds a culture of awareness. That builds a culture of interaction and engagement and motivation that's motivating people towards the one common goal. And what is that one common goal? That would be the mission of the church. And so understanding that and understanding what everyone's perspective is, is important for you as a leader. When you look at how other ministries view your ministry, if you're not taking the time to actually do an assessment of that or a self-assessment, how can I be better? How can I do things different? How can I be flexible? How can I be more approachable? Then you truly aren't going to maximize the potential, uh, the efficient potential that you have to be successful with that ministry. One of my favorite stories to tell as a safety and, and security director, and I've probably said it on our, our Sunday night broadcast many times. I know I've said it in, in conferences and speaking and whatnot, but one of my favorite things to do is to read body language and to understand body language. And I have spent many, many times, many, many uh, times reading books on it, studying taking classes, et cetera, et cetera, because I want to be very proficient with someone's body language because it it speaks volumes when the person chooses not to speak. So one of the things that I used to do is that um, before church started, I would walk our sanctuary and our sanctuary was was pretty significant in size. It would seat about 1,500 people. And so when I walk the sanctuary, I'm looking for backpacks. I'm looking for things that don't look right, things that are out of place, things that are uh, different to our baseline. What's normal for us in that situation, I would walk through and kind of evaluate, okay, is this a concern? Is that a concern? And I would do that every Sunday before everyone came in. So before we opened the doors, I'd walk real quick. And then when everyone came in, I would walk again And as I walk through the sanctuary, I would certainly reach out to people, shake hands, say hello, make them feel welcome. But while I'm doing that, I'm also looking for the individual that may be sitting there with their arms crossed. Maybe they have a backpack. Maybe they've walked in um, kind of pre-analyzing, pre-scanning the crowd and being aware. And on one particular Sunday when I did this, um, I tend, I wasn't paying attention to myself, but I tend to, when I'm thinking deep about something, have my my brow furrowed. Like I just have like creases in my in my head, and it's very obvious that when you look at me that something's not right. And so I I'm doing my rounds and I have, you know, I'm thinking about a hundred different things, not serious. There was nothing extremely important at that point. But one of the individuals that I stopped and said hello to uh, shook my hand and he said, hey, is everything okay? And I said, I kind of like stepped back and I, I you know, felt my, my eyebrows raise and, and just kind of controlled my, my forehead. So I wasn't creased and I wasn't thinking because he, you know, I was trying to in- interact with him. And I said, yeah, everything's fine. 
why, why are you asking? And he said, well, if everything's fine, he said, you need to tell your face that everything's fine. And I was like, what? And, uh, and he said, the look on your face, you're walking through and you're not looking like everything's fine. You're looking like you're absorbed in something serious that's going on. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So I thanked him. And, and from that day forward, that stuck with me from the aspect of when I walk the sanctuary, when I look at things people are watching me, people are being aware of me and the folks that serve with me. And so you need to be aware of what people think of you because as a ministry leader, and say you are in the ministry of church safety and security, how you present yourself is how other individuals in the church or in that ministry, look at the importance of what's going on. If you walk in when something important's going on, and you, you're just lackadaisical about it, and you're like, well, it'll happen, we'll do whatever, you know, and you're so relaxed, and you're not urgent, professional, or with a sense of drive and interest in what's happening, that emotion, that awareness will be carried on to the folks that are actually serving with you. If you're walking through the church and you're holding uh, your phone and you're texting or you're you're so involved with the phone and not what's happening at the church, other individuals that are volunteering are going to pick up on that and they're going to understand and think that it's okay to do it. So yes, you set the example, but it goes far much further than that. It goes to the individuals that are members that are not part of that ministry that look at your ministry and say, wait a second, this isn't right. How are you emotionally handling this? And, you know, what's interesting to me is every time something would happen um, when I was in that role at my last church, um, individuals, whenever something would happen out in the country, you know, in the United States, like a church shooting or something like that, individuals would come to me and they would say, hey, have you considered this? Have you thought about this? Have you looked at maybe training in this way? And so I would always, I would always thank them for bringing the concerns to me, but I would say, you know what, we're actually, we're, we've got this taken care of because this is how we've trained. And I would explain it to them which would give them a peace of mind and they would walk away saying, okay, more than one person walked away saying, okay, I know James has this and we have this structured and we've thought about this potential. And so I can go sit and worship comfortably because I know this is taken care of. That's part of servant leadership. That's part of being aware to effectively do your ministry. You have to know what's going on around you, and you certainly have to know what's going on in your ministry, outside your ministry, outside um, ministry to ministry, and certainly ministry between, between ministry and leadership. 1 Timothy 4.16 says, Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Proverbs 25 says, The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Proverbs 21.2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. 
Proverbs 14.8 says, The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving. So, awareness is certainly a biblical principle, and it's certainly a principle that we need to be aware of um, and think through from the standpoint that we have an obligation to be wise. And I think it was the first episode that we did for exceptional measures that I said, uh, I believe it was Ben Franklin that said, uh, it is better to be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. And so when we're evaluating awareness and we're applying awareness from a leadership perspective, that really is the mindset that helps us be successful with that. We need to make sure as individuals that we are putting our best foot forward and uh, we are controlling what people think about us, and not necessarily in a bad way, but in a biblical, godly way. So a couple of points on developing better awareness, uh, if maybe you struggle with that. Um, during your regular period of service, remind yourself why you are there and ask yourself periodically, am I doing what I need to be doing? A brief conversation with someone can show you are concerned and engaged with them, but if it goes longer than a minute to a minute or two, rein it in by stating you need to get back to the job at hand. There's nothing wrong with fellowshipping, and there's certainly nothing wrong with interacting with your team. But if it gets to the point that you're going past that minute of engagement and interaction, then you need to pull yourself back in to be aware that there is always something that needs to be done. When you're standing post, when you're interacting with folks, when you're watching folks, that really isn't the time to necessarily be so focused on fellowship. You can be interactive and, and fellowship with someone for a few moments and then quickly go back to what you were doing. Pay attention to what bothers you about others and seek to understand and embrace the differences to have a better relationship. Ask for feedback from those you serve with or church leadership they could make a suggestion or if they have a suggestion on how to make things run smoother, you might actually be surprised at what people say. And, you know, the reason I say that is because oftentimes we miss certain things and it's easy for us to miss certain things because there's so much going on. But if I go to, say, a pastor and I sit down and say, could you really be objective and tell me what are some things that you notice that you think I should work on or that you would like me to work on to be better, you might really be surprised with the answer. Um, you know, I did that once. Actually, I've done it more than once, but I did that one time for... Uh, safety and security, and I was really surprised. One of the things that really irritated uh, a pastor that I worked with at the time was the phone usage and was um, was sitting down. Some of our folks had um, maybe issues with their, their legs or they couldn't stand for the entire time, so they would sit down at a desk um, to interact, still interacting pe with people, still doing the safety roles and everything, but they just couldn't stand there. And so the, the perception to some of the pastors, and particularly our oversight pastor, was that they were being lazy. 
And so when that was explained to me, I came back and I said, no, it's not that they're being lazy. It's that this particular individual has knee issues. They're sitting there watching and they have a radio and they're not on their phone. They're interacting with people. They're being hospitable and they're handing out programs or being an usher or doing whatever, but they're not, they're sitting there because they can't physically stand there. And so that awareness of sitting down and talking about that was really good because it gave us all the opportunity to get on the same page and to do ministry better because that frustration was removed for the pastor. Now, the pastor didn't come to me and say that. He could have come to me and he could have said, you know, this is really bothering me. He didn't. He chose not to because he didn't feel like it was a a big enough issue. But when I sat down with him and I said, and and tried to, to demonstrate awareness, and I said, what are some things that you think we can do better as a ministry? He was, at that point, was quick to say, you know what, this is one of the things that's kind of bothered me. And I appreciate his being authentic and honest and saying that because that gave us something to work for and and to improve on. When you feel like you are at 100%, and I know some of you listening are like, I never feel like I'm at 100% with this ministry. When you feel like you're at 100, 100% and you can't do anything better or different, that's when oftentimes we really need to take a step back and really look hard at what we're doing. Because if we're that to that point, to me, that's scary. Because when we get to that point, we're either so complacent that we don't see or really gotten to the point of um, getting away from the always training mentality and one of those pillars of church safety and security in, in the church safety and security ministry. But there is always something that we can be doing to improve on something or learn more training or develop more training or develop more people or disciple more people. So consider that when you're thinking through the topic of awareness. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today and for hanging out. As always, you can reach out to us at our website, which is churchsafetyguys.com. And I would love to get an email from you if you're interested in a topic for the next season or something that you'd like us to talk about. Um, All of the emails, all the correspondence that we get, everything that comes in, we always read. And we appreciate you taking the time to do that and send it. So until next time, take care. God bless and go be exceptional. Have a great day. Thank you for joining the Exceptional Measures Podcast. Take a moment to like and subscribe and consider leaving us a five-star review. We hope this discussion was beneficial to you. Until next time, know that you are exceptional and that's how God measures you.